Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools, and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned either through client work or personal experiences or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello. It's me, Steph Granger, and welcome back to the Just For Today podcast. Lovely to have you here. This week's subject is focused around grief. And I'm going to get straight into it because it really is something I talk a lot with my clients. And before I hit the record button today, I asked in the WhatsApp community, my free Just For Today WhatsApp community, if anyone had anything in relation to grief that they wanted me to talk about. Because grief for me has come up and shown up in my life in different forms. And not everybody, but a lot of people associate grief with death. The actual loss of a loved one, a friend, somebody that they we care about, that they've passed over to the other side, they've gone wherever you believe they've gone, and that's it, their life has ended. But actually, for myself personally, and for lots and lots of my clients, grief shows up in different areas of their life and not just around the passing, the death of somebody they care about. Death shows up in the loss of a friendship, the loss of a job, the loss of a marriage, the loss of a life that they believed was a possibility, the loss of an experience, the loss of a child that never came, the loss of an animal as well. You know, grief shows up in many, many ways. And it's such an important subject to investigate and to dig into because one thing that we're guaranteed in this life is death. And I don't just mean, again, the passing of a loved one, a friend, a relative. I mean the loss of things in our life that meant something to us. So grief to me is that it is the loss of something we believed we had as a continuous appearance or process, something we thought that was going to be in our life for longer than it has been. So let me tell you how grief has shown up in my life in its actual form, in its traditional form, shall I say, the one that most of us relate to, the loss of animals, the loss of grandparents, the loss of my sister, the loss of my stepsister, the loss of a very dear friend, and then a loss of a marriage, which might sound crazy because I was very much compliant. Compliant? Is that the right word? Agreeable in the breakdown of that marriage and the subsequent divorce. The loss of friendships that I thought were going to be around for a lot longer than they ended up being around for. And Having experienced death in its truest form of someone passing over and death of a relationship, 
it's not too dissimilar. It's not felt too dissimilar to me at some points. There's been disbelief, shock, anger, sadness, back to anger again, back to disbelief again, back to trying to make sense of what's happened, and then acceptance. Now, I don't know if they're the traditional stages of grief. I'll leave you to Google actual traditional stages of grief. These are the processes and the stages that as a human I've been through and bounce back and forward. Just when you think you've come to a place of peace with it, you're back in anger again because something reminds you of it or something pops up and you go, oh my God, I'm still really cross about that. or I'm still really angry that that happened. I'm still frustrated by that. I still can't make sense of that. Grief is really about learning to grow around it. I saw a beautiful image and you probably have seen it as well an illustration I saw online once and it was a like a ping pong ball in a glass and another ping pong ball in another glass and the first one the ping pong ball (laughs) filled the entire glass like and the ping pong ball is representative of that grief and it filled that entire space it consumed that entire space and then the other glass with the ping pong ball in it the ball was smaller and the glass had more space around it because you have the ability to breathe around it, to see other things around it, to grow around it, to develop around it. There just feels like there's space between you and it as opposed to it being you. And that is what grief has certainly felt like for me. It certainly felt like that at the loss of friendships, the loss of relationships and the loss of life. Moving through those stages and allowing myself to go through those stages have been the key ingredient to me being able to get to a place of acceptance. And you know what? Acceptance feels like it's the final stage. And it is in many cases, but it doesn't mean you don't still bounce back. Like I I am at a place of acceptance with my sister's death. I am. And I'm at a place of real peace and gratitude with my sister's death. But just like that, the blink of an eye, it can come back at me and I'm back in anger. And it's few and far between. I can be like, why me? Why her? It's not fair. I've just watched an advert with two sisters or I've spoken to someone and they've got a sister and it's not fair and it's not, you know, and I go back to that stage. But I'm more accepting of those stages. I guess that's another representation of the word acceptance. It's acceptance of the situation, but it's acceptance of you as a person and what you're experiencing. So I'm in a place of acceptance with the actual thing that's happened, but I accept myself for how I move through those processes as well. I accept that some days I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to not be able to make sense of it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And this is truly about reconnecting yourself to your emotions and your feelings and allowing yourself to feel them. When we allow ourselves to feel, we begin to process. And when we begin to process, we allow ourselves to move through it. We take our steps into the next stage of that experience. So even if it's a decision you've made for yourself, let's just say you've, you've decided to leave a relationship 
or not take a step forward with a decision that you thought you might have done in the past. Just because you've made that decision, you're still allowed to feel all the emotions that are showing up because they're showing up for a reason. I am so passionate about getting any of the women that I work with to feel, to allow themselves to feel. Because when we do that, we make sense of it. Let's just say you've decided to to finish your family or stop at one child or not have children at all. And then you are presented with a situation where someone's had a baby or I don't know, someone's having and tells you that they're pregnant and you have a moment of, I feel quite sad about that. Allow yourself to feel it. Don't judge yourself. Don't step back out of yourself and go, what are you doing? You made this decision. Why are you feeling this? Stop being so bloody ridiculous. Allow yourself to feel and dig into those feelings. Journal on those feelings. Just have a go for a walk and allow yourself to ponder on those feelings. Allow them to grow because so often it comes out in the wash. But we judge ourselves. We are harsh to ourselves. We bury these feelings. I'm not allowing myself to feel that. That's a ridiculous feeling. The loss of a friendship. That's a loss. Even if that person's still alive, but you don't see them anymore, you are missing their presence in your life. You are missing what they brought to the table, why you connected in the first place. Feel it. Spend some time exploring your feelings. Allow yourself to connect to all of them, not just the ones that we enjoy, not just the comfortable feelings, the ones that make us feel nice and release all of the lovely positive oxytocins and endorphins, all of the lovely you know, hormones that we enjoy experiencing. Allow yourself to feel the ones that aren't so comfortable, the fear, the sadness, the anger, because when we allow ourselves to feel, we get to see what those feelings reveal. But we can't understand any of this if we are suppressing and we are bottling it up, and we are sucking it up, and we are just moving on. I don't need to feel those emotions. I knew when my marriage, my first marriage came to an end, that it was the right thing. I knew that. I was utterly devastated still, utterly devastated, because the life that I anticipated was no longer going to be the landscape of my life. I wasn't going to have the marriage that I craved as a child myself. I had to mourn that loss. And there was an unconscious part of me that was so desperately sad, so desperately heartbroken. Little Steph was really heartbroken over that divorce. So we worked with her. I worked through all of these emotions because they are all so, so important. The more you allow yourself to feel, the deeper connected you get to yourself, the more you understand why you tick, why you function in the way that you do, why you want to feel in a certain way. So whether it's the loss of a friendship, whether it's the loss of a loved one who's passed over to the other side, nothing good comes from sucking it up, chin up, put on a brave face and keep calm and carry on. There's the British mantra right there. Keep calm and carry on. So before I recorded this episode today, I posted in the Just For Today WhatsApp community and I asked the beautiful members that we have in there what their experience of grief was. And I've had some great examples sent to me. One lady is still grieving her pre-kid life. 
the expectation as mothers that we we go into thinking that the magical transformation of having children and then the reality is is it's really bloody tough and we lose ourselves we lose a part of ourselves and that's a stage of grieving you know we absolutely do when we become parents when we become mothers we have to i believe let go of a piece of ourselves from from before in order to survive what we're currently living in but at some point it catches up and we we do really grieve for the loss of our younger years same with our bodies as our bodies are changing you know coming to the place of acceptance that you can't move in the same way you did that you can't maybe put your knickers on as easy as you used to be able to that bending over to pick up something was a bit dangerous now as in I might actually pull something there's a process for us women as we're going through these big transitions in our life whether that's childbirth from woman to mother or woman to that perimenopausal menopausal phase as we take another shift and the changes in our body I have certainly experienced that as a grieving process grieving the ability to be able to eat whatever I wanted when I wanted and not put on an ounce of weight and now it just like I look at a chocolate bar and my stomach bloats you know all of that stuff and even the science tells me even though the science tells me why it's doing that there's still a part of me that's that feels really sad and angry and frustrated that I am moving through a phase in my life that I wasn't quite ready for. So, you know, there's so many layers of this grief that we experience and it isn't just about the loss and the death of somebody. So let me give you some tangible tools and tips to help you move through this process. I wouldn't be doing it justice if on this podcast if I didn't give you something at the end. So one thing that I have found extremely helpful and something I encourage my clients to do is if you have unresolved issues with a friendship that has come to an end and there's no end in sight, so you can't have that conversation where you both sit down together and have a dialogue and you you come away and you feel like I've been heard and I feel good about that. Now, you know, many breakdown of relationships, we don't get that closure, that elusive closure that we're all seeking for. So a really great tip that I've found that gives me a sense of closure is to get a sheet of paper, not a piece of paper that you're precious about. So if you're like me and you write in your notebook and you don't want to tear pages out or scribble in your notebook, get a separate piece of paper and a pen. Set your timer on your phone for 15 to 20 minutes and start with, I am so angry at you because, or I think you're a shit friend because, or whatever you want to say to that person in order for you to get the elusive closure, you start with that and you write and you write and you write and you get everything out of your head onto a sheet of paper. And then when you feel like you're done and you feel like you have got it all out of your system, you then burn that baby. Burn, baby, burn. You burn that sheet and watch it go up in flames safely. Do this safely in the garden, maybe in a barbecue or a, or a burner or something in your garden, you go and burn that and you sit and you watch the flames just engulf that sheet of paper. Watch the paper turn to dust. Just watch the flames and exhale as you watch it going with your words. This is extremely helpful and I have used this many times because you know what? Sometimes you're never going to get what you need from that person. There's a reason that relationship's broken down. It's a great way to get closure. It really, really is. 
the other way as well, another tip would be for you to start journaling on your feelings. I am feeling X, Y, Z, and you start to write everything that relates to those feelings. You can write it in a journal in just like unconscious writing. You can mind map it. And if you want some more instruction on that, then come and pop into the WhatsApp group and I can go into that in a little bit more detail. But just for today, I want you to get curious about areas of your life where you've experienced grief and the different levels of grief that you've got from that. And get curious as to have you got to a place of acceptance? Acceptance of yourself and acceptance of the situation. Is there a little bit of work still to do around that? Have a go with the couple of tips that I've just given you. And of course, I would love to hear if this has been useful for you. Grief is complex, but not really. So I would love, love, love to hear you. Come into the WhatsApp group. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into. And you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses. See what you see. Hear what you hear. And feel what you feel. And really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.